This episode is not sponsored, but we encourage you to help support the small businesses, charities and organisations that we mention. everyone and welcome back to another episode of our circle I'm Rhiannon and I'm Jess and I apologize for my voice today I was at a gig for the first time in two years last night so I'm a little bit worse for wear right now but we're making it through um today's episode is actually going to be us answering questions from guys so I don't know if anyone's seen a trend on YouTube TikTok I think everywhere's doing it and I thought why not put it into a podcast and it's literally where guys are asking girls questions that maybe they've always wanted to know ones that guys have maybe been a bit embarrassed to ask uh, or haven't had anyone that they could ask so um, it's just answering those. So we thought, why not give it a try too? So we asked you on our Instagram and we asked a couple of our friends for some questions for us to answer. So I haven't told okay, Jess really. any of them. <laughs> some of them, um, they're a little bit out there, which is fun. And I think that's the whole purpose. I don't really want to skip any of them because I feel like, you know, someone's curious. I, I, we're an open book. So welcome to our circle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's jump into this. Is being under six foot really that bad? So I think they're meaning, is it unattractive? I guess that's what I'm taking it as. Like, okay. Um, for me personally, <laughs> as a preference, I like tall guys um, mm-hmm. and tall women. I just, <laughs> I just like to feel like petite. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't think that that's the 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 answer for everyone I I think you know there's nothing wrong with being under six foot just for me personally I just Mm. like for someone to be taller than me but yeah I agree I think it's I think it's definitely personal preference like if you're someone maybe who wears heels more often I don't know if that's like a big thing for like heel wearers I'm not one of those people um I think as long as someone's just a bit taller than me right that's for me a uh, again a personal preference but I don't see that being a deal breaker really like if it's if someone ticks all the boxes and is like a lovely person who's super caring and you know you're super attracted to I don't see why that one factor of being under six foot would really make that big yeah, a difference I, to me. I don't think it's um I mean I, I don't have the stats here but I'm pretty sure more women wouldn't care than do yeah we'd hope so yeah <laughs> But I also think for any guys who are under six foot and they're being rejected or whatever by women because of their height, they are not the women for you then, you know, like you don't want someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So obviously I'm sorry if that is happening to you, but at the same time, that's not your person. So mm-hmm. dodged a bullet there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is a guy expected to pay on the first date? I always find this very interesting because everyone I've ever watched responds differently so what, what's your opinion mm. um I think I'm very much of the opinion if someone has invited if, if a, I'm speaking from a heterosexual point of view if a man has invited me out on a date yeah they've invited me yeah I think they should pay but I would probably still go through the motion of like oh no like Reaching for minute, like do you know what I mean I, yeah. I don't think I'd like to expect it um but in my head, I think I would be very surprised if they didn't pay. Okay. But I think then going forward, if you were to have further dates, yeah. Like for example, from my experience with Joe, we alternated. So the next right. one I paid for, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 How about you? 
I, this probably sounds a little bit like, I don't know if the word's really skeptical or what, but I just don't think I'm comfortable with someone paying just because I would feel like they think I owe them something. Does that make okay. sense? Like, right. like, I don't want a guide or anyone to pay for me and then think, well, I paid, so <laughs> spread the legs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, in that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just sort of like, no, I'm fine with paying. But I think I also agree, though, in the sense of if they've invited you out for the date, then... Mm-hmm it would kind of make sense for them to offer. They don't have to. I don't expect it. I would always bring like my card with me anyway. Yeah. But I agree with that. But I've also heard so many people say women have to go through so fucking much. The least that a guy can do is pay. Like they should pay all the time sort of thing. And I'm like. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? I feel like some people are really offended by it. And some people, it can go either way. And I feel like there are quite a few strong opinions on it. Yeah, there are. In both In both um ways so like some people are really offended like why what you think I can't pay for myself and blah blah blah. Mm. whereas some people are like well like what I said you know if you've invited me out you're paying for my time like (laughs) you can pay for my meal do you know what I mean (laughs) I mean I don't think I feel that strongly but I feel like it's just kind of I don't think I feel that strongly I just think I know what I feel comfortable with and I suppose it'd be based on the vibe like if I was getting some sort of vibe that they were just trying to wine and dine me for something else like I'd be a bit like "Mm, it's okay I'll pay thanks like for myself right yeah that sort of thing but again I think that would pretty much set the tone of (laughs) what's going forward with that date I guess so I guess it's dependent on the person but overall no I don't think that I expect a guy to pay on the first date everyone has different views on that yeah I I think although I I just I do feel the the people who expect a guy to pay on the first date because they're like yeah you're the guy I'm a bit like okay grow up like get with the time sort of things like that's Mm. because they're going based on like tradition you know what I mean yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) no I get it I get it I do get it um what does having a period feel like painful (laughs) draining I was literally thinking about this earlier because since having Mila my periods have changed and I get them like every three weeks now rather than I was like clockwork every four weeks and now I get them every three weeks it's actually a bit harder to track not that I really track anyway I'm a bit crap with that but um it takes up so much of the month I feel like because it's not just the period itself you get all these symptoms don't you oh my god yeah the other day I was explaining this to my brother because I'm very open anyway about talking about periods with my family and stuff but I think I was just like, oh, I'm so fed up. And he was like, what's wrong? I was like, not just period. He goes, I thought you finished it. I went, yes, I finished my period, but I haven't finished the hormonal part that comes after you. He goes, what do you mean? I said, Mm. a period is literally not a week. It is three weeks and then a Mm. one week rest, if that. It's, you have the build up beforehand and you're like mentally going crazy. And Mm. then, then you have your period and you're just in physical pain. And then after it's like the come down PTSD of it all. Yeah. (laughs) it's so I feel like for anyone who's not aware of periods and how they like operate it's very much a hormonal experience throughout your whole body and mentality and it's not Mm -hmm. just the the act of bleeding if that makes sense sorry if this TMI for people but I mean you've tuned in (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I think as far as actually not just the mental side of things as far as like saying what do they feel like 
it's kind of a weird sort of thing to explain because I guess if you're a guy and you don't have a vagina, you're not going to know what mm. something coming out of that feels like. But it's, it's like cramping in your stomach. And I mean, everyone's different again. Very like I hate true. to be, I hate to answer every question with like, everyone's different. But um, from personal experience, it's yeah. like a, yeah, this real cramping in your stomach. It's different depending on what day you are in your period as well. I find personally the first couple of days the most painful and then calm down a bit and then there's not as much blood, but it's not a pleasant experience at all. It's it's also something that you don't, if I can try and help a guy understand, when you go to pee, you have control of that. Whereas with yeah. a period, you don't get any control of when it comes out of you. It's just non-consensually just leaving your body yeah <laughs> and yeah. you don't get to control that you only get to manage it obviously with whatever period products that you use to mm-hmm. to help that it's kind of funny I was trying to because I'd seen this question one of the, this was one of the first questions I'd seen and I, I'd been thinking about it and I was thinking I've had a period more in my life than I've not now yeah yeah I, I was <laughs> so for anyone who didn't know I was 11 when I first got my period and I was with I was with Jess and our friend Sophie mm-hmm. and we were we were dancing in the finale of a talent show in primary school <laughs> to Lady Marmalade <laughs> that was when I got my period and yeah and I just remember feeling I I remember feeling weird and I knew it wasn't to do with nerves with the talent show like my body mm-hmm. felt strange I felt like something almost it felt like something was draining from like my head to my toes almost but I didn't understand the feeling yeah and then you get real fucking accustomed to it and it's just like (laughs) yeah it's just a weird feeling that you can't control it doesn't feel like you're peeing for anyone who's thought that that might be what it's like obviously I, I know I use that as an example of like being able to stop and start but that's literally because you can't do that and like Jess said it's more often than not you'll have cramps which just it doesn't feel like for anyone who's had like leg cramps or arm cramps whatever it's not like that it's it's stomach pain but in your sides because obviously that's where your ovaries are releasing the eggs and your uterus is contracting and everything it's it's just so strange and also for anyone as well women who might be listening and I'm sure a lot can relate because your stomach is cramping so much to to release the blood it makes other parts of your body tense so you often need to poop too so it's like <laughs> it's like the period poops and everything it's it's just a lot a lot leaving your body without really having much control yeah yeah it's not fun why do girls go to the bathroom in pairs with their bags <laughs> <laughs> um probably to talk about you <laughs> I think honestly it's a comfort thing yeah it's it's fun you're getting ready with your friend like you might be topping up your makeup um it's just nice to have company like I don't know safety I don't know safety to me like I, I don't need to go to the bathroom with anyone but I think if I go to a restaurant or a bar or a club with with friends and we haven't maybe been there before I'm not letting them go to a bathroom by themselves like it's just it's almost like second nature to like protect yourself and your friends in in moments like that as a woman you're sort of taught to go in pairs or go in groups to a lot of things so it's it's definitely like a safety thing but then it almost comes like a habit like a ritual sort of thing of okay going to toilet okay cool that means I can go and top up my makeup that means I can just go and like you know whatever I don't know it's just a comfort thing I think 
Yeah, and if I go, if I don't go with someone, I'll probably befriend someone yes. in the toilet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll become like a good friend for those five minutes that you start talking and yeah. The amount of like the amount of dresses I've had to help zip back up, yeah. lend out like tampons or you know give someone a hug who's been crying like in in clubs yeah. stuff like that or if someone's like I just need a breather or something like they're not having a good night you're like I'm just gonna stay here with you that's fine we'll just talk for a bit sort of thing yeah, yeah it, it is funny it's a real bonding experience actually it is <laughs> I actually really enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> do boobs mess up your balance <laughs> I don't feel like mine are big enough to really do that like I don't think I've I'm not flat chested but I don't think I don't think I've ever felt off balance because of them maybe I'm used to it I don't know I'd say yes um yeah you've I had a lot of back problems though haven't you yeah I, I my back I, well I, I don't think my back problems are due to boobs but for example like working out I I can't do what they called like press-ups and push-ups properly because I literally felt like my boobs are weighing me down and if I try no. like, I, I feel like that kind of element of balance and like with yoga I definitely think there's some sort of balance thing there unless if I'm mm. like completely like strapped up as much as possible with um sports bras and things like that but if I'm like free-flowing question do you wear more than one bra when you go to the gym I currently don't but well because I don't go to the gym <laughs> um no I've always had the shockwave sport bras <laughs> they're like, they're like yeah. the, the ultimate tier of support but um yeah I'm not opposed to it it's just honestly with sports bras because they're designed to literally hold everything in place if you've got good ones they're often tight and at the moment with all of the back problems and rib problems I've had, I don't particularly enjoy having tight things around me just because I'm fearful that, I don't know, something happens. Yeah. Um, I'd say that some boobs can mess up balance. Um, not for yeah. everyone, but I think if you're clumsy as well like me, it doesn't help your case. <laughs> I remember a question that I've been asked before by someone. Yeah. Do boobs float in the bar? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's curious and they're listening out there because <laughs> whenever I've gone swimming like I feel my boobs like almost trying to get under my armpit sort of thing <laughs> like if I'm on my front and if I'm on my back they're the first things to like float up <laughs> and if like that's just because I'm breathing in like to stay afloat but yeah <laughs> Why do women steal their boyfriend's clothes? Um, I love wearing oversized things and it just makes me feel like I'm so comfortable. I've got so many of Joe's jumpers now. Men's um, clothes are way more comfortable, like as in softer. Yeah. I don't really understand why. Like, I don't understand why you get soft clothes and we don't. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just, yeah, comfort, I think. I'm, I'd even wear, I wear his stuff out as well, mm. not even just at home. I think it's the oversized thing as well. I think that's, been more on trend doesn't it in the past few years as well isn't it like boyfriend clothes or whatever that kind of fit yeah I think Mm. it's that and probably if a if your girlfriend is stealing your clothes it's probably like a comfort thing to her not just like as in oh it's soft it's probably like oh this is my partner's 
clothes or it like might smell like you or something and they might yeah you know so yeah I think that's mostly what it is Mm. um I don't think there's really much more to that (laughs) no um what character traits do girls truly look for in guys being nice always ends with befriending oh I don't think that's true um in some cases I think you should always be nice and be yourself I, I don't think you should start being a you know bad boy in order to like try and attract someone but actually do you know what I might add to that though is say if you're a guy and your intentions with a girl is you want something more with them yeah kind of don't put yourself in the friend zone then like definitely put yourself out there and make your intentions clear yeah Yeah. be clear that you're interested in them like that if they then shoot you down for that obviously sorry but like at least then you've shot you've shooted your shot you've shot your shoot what am I saying like you've shot your shot (laughs) (laughs) you've you've made your intentions clear they didn't match that's it there's nothing more to it and if you want to remain friends with them great but otherwise if your plan is to like oh I'm going to be her friend first just to then eventually end up with them I think that will backfire in your face I've got a friend who's kind of had this experience where someone she thought was her friend turns out his whole intentions the entire time was to eventually like get with her and she had no desire for that she did not want that and it made her really upset and angry because she was like so this friendship actually wasn't based on friendship at all he had a yeah ulterior motive that's the one yeah and you kind of feel almost used even though you haven't been used if that makes sense like your friendship and your a lot of the times if you are a friend to a woman they will want to be vulnerable with you they will want to share things and for that to have just been used in the hopes that you're going to get with them is breaking trust in in my opinion anyway so yeah I can see why it'd be taken like that definitely yeah I'm all for people becoming a couple after being friends but I don't think you should become friends with someone with the purpose to then get them so I think it it, my advice would be make your intentions clear but continue to be a nice person definitely I agree dad bod or gym bod (laughs) (laughs) um I know your answer um (laughs) I think we've spoken about this before in our episode with Giorgio right I, I like the idea of someone looking after themselves. Mm. That to me is important because you want a person that you care about to be around for as long as possible. Yeah. But I'm not, you know, I'm not perfect. I've not got a gym bod, but I still look after myself physically and I've got a mum bod. There's really not not anything wrong with that. <clears throat> as long as you're nourishing your body and you're you're caring for it, I don't really you know obviously on first attraction you're you know you're gonna you know you think in your head like this I'd like this sort of Adonis carved chiseled body that would be amazing like obviously but um when it comes to an actual relationship with someone that that doesn't have to be top of my list to be honest with you yeah but fair enough. I don't think either is um wrong I just prefer a guy who is in shape <laughs> I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with either and also I think like gym bod's quite vague because you have so many different types of gym bodies do you know what I mean yeah. like yeah. you might have someone who's very very lean and like I'd probably prefer a dad bod over someone who's really like mm-hmm. lean but that as it, and I say lean I mean like someone who's like really skinny and like, yeah everything. whereas yeah. I do like someone who's hunky and muscly and stuff like it's just a preference of mine but I don't think either's wrong what names do women not like being called by men? For example, bird, love, ladies, etc. 
I'll tell you which one um, I hate or which ones I don't like. The, the one that I don't like, and I think a lot of women, at least our age, do not like being called is young lady. I think it's so okay. condescending. And I've had a lot of older men say that to me. And I think it's disgusting. And the amount of people I've seen online who feel the exact same way. I just think it's so wrong to ever say that to someone. But then you'll have like the 60 year old woman who like oh I'd love to be called young lady I'm like shut up your time's been <laughs> like I just it really annoys me when women do that I can't say I've been I maybe I just don't get out enough but I just I don't feel like I get called much when I'm out um <laughs> do you know what I mean like just don't talk to me but <laughs> it's not, I don't think no. it's like about being out though it's like what names do you not like guys calling you like what names would you not want Joe calling you for example like I don't like the I know you like it, but I don't like babes. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. I was going to ask you what you meant by the young lady thing. So is it kind of the implication that because they're older than you, they're looking at you based on your age or like what? Yeah, they're like looking at you like a child. So they'll use it. And especially in the workforce, I think it's so wrong to speak to someone like that. I think it's so constant. You you don't need to call them a young lady. It's like used in a derogatory way. Right, okay. I, I just don't like it at all. I don't like it if family friends use it. I'll literally give them like such a gross look at them. So I just, I, it's just weird to me. It really grosses me out. And I just, I don't like it at all. I just don't think any man should speak to someone like that. So if any men going around saying young lady to women, stop that shit right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't think I've ever really been called bird or anything like that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think I've been, in situations enough like maybe if I was in a certain situation and it happened I'd be like ew gross but I don't I haven't really thought about it I it's different I think if Joe's calling me babes or something but if someone I don't really know is calling me babes I'd be a bit like that's a bit over familiar um <laughs> what about like as a partner then are there not any names that you're like what you're doing Joe like some women don't like being called hun or some women don't like being called darling like they just there's certain pet names they don't like no, there's not. There's nothing that's cropped up actually. Um, no, I don't have any. I don't have any pet names that Joe calls me that I don't like, and or that have come up yet. He might. He's. He might be yet to come out with one. I'll be like, whoa, we're not calling me that again. Um, but yeah, no. What is an acceptable amount of time for sex to last? <laughs> um, I say, ooh. if you've got the job done, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> like that is so true it's the destination isn't it really um I mean obviously you want it to be longer than like 60 seconds do you know what I mean but also for me depends what how much time we've got do you know what I mean we've got if we're trying to be yeah if if we're wanting to be efficient and we're you know and you can do get the job done like you said in that time like fine give me give me a few minutes and we're good like I really don't mind but if you're in a situation where you're the mood is that you've got a bit of time you're taking it slow you want to enjoy each other then yeah you want like a you want to build up don't you you want to work it up I don't know what what do you think I I literally think if you're getting the job done great but as long as it's not a race as in like you said if you've got somewhere to be then utilize your time (laughs) correctly like get this done get your shit together and help (laughs) but if you're not on a time crunch let's keep this going why are we rushing like let's just enjoy yeah. this so yeah. an acceptable amount of time I mean 
if you've got a whole day, like use your whole day. (laughs) (laughs) Stop for some like hydration breaks, but (laughs) um, yeah. I really think and we don't want to give like these crazy high expectations by no. the way of like you need to last a whole no, no, day no, and, oh my god and I don't mean that as well like last the whole day absolutely not like I'm just saying reboot time you know like yeah exactly yeah um but I also think if you're both reaching that finishing time together or you know one of you's maybe finished before you don't have to feel really like embarrassed or upset by it as long as you're then reciprocating to make sure that both of you have got what you wanted out of your session then 100% yeah people put too much I think especially women they because not all women come as well um like not all women will orgasm Mm -hmm. and they can't maybe do it like through penetrative sex and stuff like that so if you're a guy stressing out over not being able to make your girlfriend come and stuff like that, well, I just think communicate, 100%. ask what she likes, see, you know, maybe experiment a little, see what you're comfortable with, find out what the boundaries are and go from there. And if you're a girl, don't put that pressure on yourself. If you can't, it's okay. Just make sure that you're comfortable and saying what you're needing, basically. Yeah. Communicate. When girls comment on each other's photos with the heart emoji, uh, no, not the heart emoji, the flame emoji, do they actually love every photo or is it just to support each other? (laughs) I love that. Um, I think it's definitely a support thing. Um, But I also feel like I don't want anyone now. Now I don't want my friends to overthink if I don't comment on their picture. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not that I feel like I have to, I personally don't comment on every single photo, even though I might really like it. Yeah. It's just, it's just dependent. I don't know. I don't know what it's dependent on, but I think it's definitely a support thing, but also I personally don't like and comment stuff if I don't like a photo. I was about to say, I don't, for me, it's not like, I don't do it just to support. I do it because I want to, like, I won't like a photo if I don't like it. I won't comment on something if I can't be bothered to. So yeah. for me, it's more literal. If you see that I've commented a flame emoji or any type of emoji, I mean it. <laughs> like, I'm not doing it for the fun yeah. of it. I'm like, no, I love this or yay yeah. you sort of thing. Um, and it it just happens to be gen- genuine support. I'm not going to comment something with a flame just to support someone. Like, it, it would be authentic support, if that makes right. sense. Right, yeah. I would say the same for most women, surely. But then again, maybe not. Maybe some women... I don't, don't know. know. I feel like... I feel like some might have ulterior motives or like, I don't know, maybe I'm just being sceptical, but maybe some women might talk about someone behind someone's back and then. Oh, I see what that. you're saying. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, we can't not, like, not, not do that. No, exactly. I think that's me being very sceptical, but. That makes sense. Though, I suppose it, you know, so I guess that does exist or happen. Oh, also one that I keep seeing that's popular is like, does body count matter? Not for me. No, I don't think so at all. I think anyone who's bothered by body counts, it usually comes from like a place of insecurity. And I don't mean that in like 100%. a way to be like, oh, you're insecure. I don't mean it like that. I just mean they're just not comfortable with, for diff- for whatever reason, it might be that they don't like that someone has a higher one than them or they just feel inexperienced or stuff like yeah. that. Um, but personally, I prefer if they've got a higher body count. I'd like it doesn't matter My really experience yeah, yeah. like I want to know that you know what you're doing <laughs> yeah so it doesn't matter at all to me uh but again I think that's subjective like I'm not gonna do you know what I'm gonna be completely transparent here it used to it used to bother me did it when I was younger because like you said it was an insecurity thing 
it was like I'm going to be compared to all these other girls so once I got over that then it didn't really matter to me anymore and I, I, I like the way that you view it in like hang on this person's got all this experience that they can now use on me great <laughs> like do you know what I mean and yeah when you start thinking about it as in those relationships didn't work out or whatever it was situationships didn't work out yeah but they must have gained something from something hopefully yeah then yeah, yeah, yeah. when you start framing it in a different way then it shouldn't matter at all because that that person is there in that moment with you now I also, so. I also think that body counts are not what's the word you, you don't owe them to anyone like you don't have to share a body count with anyone I don't think yeah um, but I also just don't get it it's like it's not it's not like your your body has been used and so now there's like a tally against your body like what what's that about it's not like yeah. that stays in nothing stays with you yeah it's happened it's an experience it's happened you could have been having fun with yourself yeah using something like it's I don't, I don't know for me no, it's I, a bit no, bizarre I, I just think if I was to I don't know be on a date with someone or in a relationship with someone I can't imagine ever asking them that I, I, I don't care I think the only um thing I would care about is say if like say if they had slept with people that might come into our life a lot so say like they'd like slept right. with friends and stuff like that I don't not that that would bother me because that would have happened before me but just maybe a little heads up so that I don't maybe put myself in a situation where it, uh, I, something could come out that catches me off guard that I didn't know about maybe yeah you know like say like you're I don't know you're dating someone they're like oh yeah I used to sleep with them all the time sort of thing and be like oh <laughs> okay I would have maybe yeah, liked to have known that <laughs> not that I can yeah. imagine people thinking that that's normal to do like as in just to come out and say that to partners but you know what I mean just I wouldn't want to be caught off guard without or go into a situation without necessarily knowing things yeah but otherwise I don't want to know I don't care like that's it's your past and yeah. I don't really feel like you need to know mine either yeah so I completely so. agree um I think this is the last one if you don't like your friend's other half do you tell them or go along with what your friend has chosen <laughs> what your um, friend has chosen <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <meant> who <laughs> um tell them I think there's ways of going about it I think if I am getting a lot of red flags from my friend's partner I don't think I wouldn't be able to say anything like I would very subtly ask them and make sure that they know that I'm coming from a place of love and care are you happy are you okay with this because I don't like the way they're treating you yeah. like I don't think I, I've seen you happier or like I think you could be more happy but I, I don't know it depends on the situation as well if it's literally like the person's doing nothing wrong to your friend you just don't like them right then what? no then it would be yeah, I think you're right. In that situation, I don't think there's a lot you can do. I think I would just maybe avoid getting into situations where they're there as much. Right. I've definitely got a friend I can think of right now whose boyfriend I don't like, but I don't really need to see them very much. So it doesn't really bother me that much. Yeah. Um, they seem to be happy from our conversations. There's not a lot else I can do other than be there for my friend. And if that's who they've chosen to be with, then that's fine but if that person was to do something to hurt my friend I would definitely be a bit more vocal 
Yeah, I think for me, it's the the levels, maybe, if that's the right word, like of the situation. So like you said, if someone's um, in danger of being hurt, things like that, then absolutely I'd speak up. But then I think for the majority of the time, unless they ask me what I think, I'm not going to really say because it's not my life. It's not my relationship. I think if it's going to work, they'll make it work. And if it doesn't, then I'll be there to support them when it doesn't. So I think if I do not like one of my friend's partners I think like you I I just don't need to be around them I'm not in a situation I don't think where any of my friend's partners I don't feel like I can't be near majority of my friends all of their partners I'm fine with being around I don't think I can't think from the top of my head if there's anyone that I'm like oh god dreading seeing them (laughs) so you know I, I just I'm not in situations like that but I think if I was like you I just w- I would remove myself from the situation and then if the friend needed to know what want to know why that is I could be like well you know just doesn't align with me on on what I like for you but if you're happy yeah. you're happy so I think that's yeah. where, where I am with that well that was interesting answering those I quite enjoyed that yeah if uh, anyone's <laughs> listening and they want to send in more questions they want us to do another episode like that please send them in dm us and we'll be interested to hear what more questions you have for us um sort of sticking on the theme of educating <laughs> ourselves about women today's dedication is going to go to the bloody good pr- uh, period which is a charity organization and they are on instagram at bloody good period they have menstrual products for refugees asylum seekers and those who can't afford them but they also have a lot of education on women's periods and different facts like that so you can definitely get yourself some education about the wonderful experience of the menstrual cycle (laughs) (laughs) um so if you could go and follow them the details are in the description and on screen now and it'd be great if you give them a follow and get involved in any way you can and support them that would be fab uh, we're also going to try and make sure that these dedications are going towards charities small businesses and organizations but they're also going to be about accounts that you can follow just because there's so much education out there now so we think that it's important to raise those accounts and help more following to them so definitely keep an eye out for that but thank you very much for listening and we'll see you for our next episode please make sure to like and subscribe and follow us on all of our socials and we'll see you next time bye Bye.